Hello and welcome to Keep Going and Growing. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm your host, Neve Stone, and I'm a 21-year-old student in my second year at the University of Edinburgh, and I study geography. This is a fun, chatty and informal podcast where I discuss a huge variety of different topics such as mental health, wellness, personal development, university, travel, sustainability, and yeah, just whatever I find interesting. I make this podcast have fun and share my passions, and I hope to encourage others and myself to look for the positives in things. I want to find ways that we can all keep going and growing as we navigate the challenges of life, but also pause to recognise the beauty in the chaos. This week, we're going to have a nice, chill episode, and we're going to be chatting about love languages. I'm just in the mood for like a really chill and fun episode and I thought this topic would be perfect because just feeling the summer vibes just like slowing down and I mean I say that I feel like life has been quite hectic and busy lately but I want to slow down and so I just thought this would be a really fun topic and I have done this test before And I've had to do it for like various different things, which I think is really fun. I had to do it for a committee, like a society committee that I'm a part of, for example. I mean, I didn't have to do it, but we thought it'd be fun to get to know the other committee members better. We decided to do this love languages test just as like a fun little icebreaker kind of thing. And yeah, so I've done it various times before, but not for a little while. So I can't really remember my answers. I'm going to go through the test with you today and you can go and do the test yourself. I've linked it in the show notes. So you can go to the the Love Languages website and take the test. And I recommend because it's good fun and it's always good to learn more about yourself, how you give and receive love. And although it's called Love Languages, obviously, I'm sure you know now that there's lots of different types of love that can be friendship, that can be family, that can be romantic love. But yeah, it does not need to be romantic love. There's so many different types of love in our lives. And I want to make sure we're acknowledging all those different types of relationships and loves. So I think that love languages is something we can apply to all the different relationships in our life, not just a romantic relationship, although I think it would be helpful for that as well. But this test is designed to help you in all different kinds of relationships and it's just to help you connect better with other people and yeah just open up a bit more and just it's it's helpful sometimes to communicate to other people the way that you best receive and give love and i just think it helps you to deepen your relationships with other people and yeah just realize how you can better connect with them how they can better connect with you so i think this is going to be a lot of fun and yeah like i said i recommend doing this yourself so this week's quote going over to the handy old pinterest the beauty of others isn't the absence of your own so this quote i just It doesn't really have anything to do with the actual episode, but this quote was just something that, yeah, I think just stood out to me because I think we're so often on social media comparing ourselves to others and 
honestly for me I don't even find that it's social media where I find this the worst it's more just like in my daily life seeing my friends seeing random people seeing what they're up to and just like kind of seeing them doing one thing and imagining that the rest of their life is literally perfect they have no issues going on and just I don't know just always comparing I often find myself as well maybe comparing myself to other podcasters and maybe the different successes that they're having and I just think comparison comes into all of our lives in different ways but it really just takes away our joy and it just yeah it robs us of the joy that we have in life and it doesn't really achieve anything like comparing ourselves to others doesn't really get us anywhere it's not a productive thing to do and if you know me then you know I hate wasting time and so sitting around comparing myself to others a just makes me feel bad and b is just not not a good use of my time so I'm trying to spend less time dwelling on it obviously it's a natural human thing obviously I'm not perfect at this but I am just trying to remind myself that like just because someone else is doing something doesn't mean that you can't be doing that or doesn't mean that what you're doing is not valuable and we all choose to use our time differently and to focus on different things we all have different priorities and you can't do everything and that's something I constantly have to remind myself of like I just cannot do everything I cannot be everything and it's okay if other people are doing something that I'm not equally I'm doing other stuff that they're not doing and just because they're thriving at something it doesn't point to a lack of something in my life it's not about the absence of something in my life so that's the quote for this week the beauty of others isn't the absence of your own and I've taken beauty just to mean just anything anything that brings joy anything that sparks joy just anything you're doing spending your time on focusing on so yeah So a book update for this week, I finished reading Name Upon Name by Sheena Wilkinson. I really, really loved this book, historical fiction set in Northern Ireland and it was just really good and I really enjoyed it and Sheena Wilkinson's a good friend of mine and I love reading her books especially because I know her and it's just really special and yeah, it's all about this 14 year old girl who she's at school and she's encountering different things and she's just she's not sure where she stands politically she feels that she doesn't know enough about things her mum is catholic and her dad is protestant and she feels quite torn and obviously this is a time of political upheaval and tension and so yeah she doesn't quite know where she stands and people in her family have very strong opinions and she's just trying to figure out where where she belongs where she identifies with and it's just she realizes that things are not very black and white they're not very simple and it's all very complex and it's a heartwarming story really really enjoyed it and I would really recommend I rated it four stars I'm now reading which I did mention last week but I haven't actually started reading it yet I'm also now reading a Christian book called Mirror Mirror this is by Graham Benyon and this is really good I'm about halfway through and I would really recommend so far if you're looking for a good Christian book it's all about self-image self-esteem identity and yeah I've been really really enjoying that I'm also reading The No Show by Beth O'Leary which my friend very kindly lent to me I went to my friend's house the other day and she lent me a bunch of books which was really kind of her and yeah very generous because yeah books are very special so when you lend them to somebody you know you're really trusting them with something important so at least that's how I feel but yeah so she lent me this and I just could not wait to read it so this is a fiction book about three women who are all in love with the same man and 
yeah, they don't know about each other. And yeah, you get each of the three women's perspective. And that's really cool because they're all very different. And I really like all the three women. I honestly don't have a favorite. I love all their perspectives. I love all their lives. And yeah, it's just really interesting. And I love Beth O'Leary. I think she's a great author. And I've read some of her other stuff and really enjoyed. And it's just a really fun, lighthearted summer read, a good romance. So yeah, enjoying that. Life updates. So I told you guys I'm watching the new season of And Just Like That, which comes out each Thursday, new episode. But now there's new episodes of the new season of The Summer I Turned Pretty. So I can't remember if I've mentioned this before, but now there's a new episode every Friday. So Thursdays and Fridays, I'm just thriving because I get new episodes of my favorite shows. But I've been loving the new season of The Summer I Turned Pretty. I mean, it's a bit cringe, don't get me wrong. But I kind of love that. Like, it's just very lighthearted and fun. I mean, there are deeper themes, but yeah, been enjoying that. Other things I've been up to, I've just been seeing some friends when I get some time. And yeah, it's been nice. I went for drinks with my friends. Classic at the Weatherspoons on Friday night, we were there. And it was good fun just catching up with some people I hadn't seen for a while. And yeah, just it was very relaxing because I don't always find being with lots of people relaxing but I really enjoyed that evening and then on Saturday night I <laughs> I went to the cinema and I forgot I was I wanted to put up a poll on my Instagram being like what movie am I seeing because I honestly think everyone would have expected me to go and see Barbie and trust me I wanted to go and see Barbie but I did not I am hopefully gonna be seeing Barbie in the next few days I think I might actually have plans to see it twice which is which is perfect but yeah, I um, I went to see Oppenheimer. So my boyfriend and I went went for a nice little dinner at Pizza Express before, and then we went to the cinema and we watched Oppenheimer. And do you know what? Like, I was really, <laughs> I did not know going into it what I thought. Like, I didn't really think I was going to enjoy it, and I'm not sure I did really enjoy it. But it definitely was like interesting to see the history of that but was definitely not the most comfortable film to watch. You know me, I don't like anything too deep and dark, makes me quite uncomfortable, but no, I'm glad I watched it and it is a really good film. Like, I mean, honestly, I know nothing about film, so I'm probably not the best source of information on whether a film is good or not, but I thought it was like well-made and engaging despite being like three hours long. But yeah, I mean, I think I'd recommend if you're into that kind of thing, like, as I said, it was interesting to learn about the history, but yeah. I was there in the queue. It was so funny. It was actually split half and half. Like there was such a big queue at the cinema and it was like a bunch of people in pink versus just like people not in pink. And you're like, yeah, I think I can tell. I think I can tell who's going to which, which film. And we had like all the snacks. It was a great, it was a great night, honestly. We got some large popcorns. We got the Tango Ice Blast, which is just a must. The poor cinema people, they were literally like running out of like everything. But anyway, it was a really fun night. And other things, I actually feel like I've been watching a lot of like movies recently, which I'm not a movie person. Like I very, very rarely watch movies just because like, I don't know, it's just not really my go-to thing when I have a free evening. I'm normally like reading or watching a TV show, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube. But I've been watching some films recently because my family, we've got Now TV, we've got Now TV movies, which has been exciting. And 
I watched Where the Crawdads Sing, which I saw in the cinema last summer when it came out and really loved that film, really enjoyed the book. And then I, I really am a big fan of the film. I mean, I'd seen it before, but it was really fun seeing it again. I think it's a really good adaptation. So I know it got really bad, like reviews by the critics, but I like that film. And then I watched The Father of the Bride with my dad and brother, which is like a remake. It, it was made last, it came out last year. It was a remake of a film my dad had seen like a while ago. And let's just say this version was a bit different to the one my dad remembered, but it was still good fun. It was very ridiculous, very like just easy watching. I would recommend if that sounds like something you're looking for. And then I also rewatched the film Don't Worry Darling with my boyfriend because we saw that again in cinema last year. That was good fun because, again, it's funny watching something for the second time when you haven't watched it for a little bit and you're like, oh, you're noticing all these new things, especially with like a thriller like Don't Worry Darling. You're like noticing all these like crazy things that you just wouldn't know without the information you had like when you watch it the first time. So yeah, anyway, that's a bit about what I've been up to. So now we're going to get into the test. We're going to find out what's happening, what's going on with my love languages. I'm looking forward to this. So you go onto the little website. It's called fivelovelanguages.com. Very easy. There are five love languages. Let's see if I can remember them all. So there are words of affirmation, which is like, you like, gosh, these are not going to be good (laughs) explanations, but words of affirmation is kind of what it says. Like you like to be told nice things you like it when someone like speaks their feelings and when you have really honest and open conversations like that's really important to you in relationships and like I said earlier any type of relationship and you like to yeah be told things and like reassured and yeah be sort of told lots that somebody loves you what they like about you those kind of things then there's gift giving which again is what it says on the tin like you like giving gifts slash sort of receiving gifts. I'm not entirely sure about this one, but I'm pretty sure it's like you but you enjoy both like receiving gifts and giving gifts and not like you're just a really material, greedy person, but it's because you just like that somebody was thinking of you. Like even if they just get you like a chocolate bar, something like that, just to show that like they're thinking of you and you also like doing that for someone else. You like when you're out and you see something that reminds you of them, you like getting that for them and just, yeah, that's a way of showing and receiving love. And then there's quality time, which is just, yeah, spending some quality time with somebody where you're not on your phones, you're not distracted, but you're just like doing something together and just being in each other's company and it doesn't have to be for a long time, but just like having that quality time together. And there's physical touch, which is just, yeah, you're, you feel reassured and comforted by someone putting their arm around you, holding hands. I mean, I think this can look different in different relationships because you might be more inclined to sort of hold someone's hand when you're romantically involved with them rather than being friends. But also like in friendships, you can be quite, you can receive and give physical touch where, you know, just hugs, things like that. And yeah, what's the other one? Oh, the final one. Okay, I remembered, I remembered. It's acts of service. That's number five. So acts of service is when you, again, like giving or receiving, you like to do acts of service for someone else or you like them doing them for you. And the thing is about love languages is it can be different for giving and receiving. Most of the time I think it's pretty similar, but some people might really love to do acts of service whilst 
they might prefer to like do they someone might prefer to give acts of service to somebody whereas they might prefer to feel love in words of affirmation or physical touch and yeah but this this test is kind of a good indication of like both but yeah acts of service is like you like doing little things for somebody and just helping them out you know you might do the washing up you might get their car fixed or something I don't know you might cook them dinner just things like that just little acts of service to show that you love somebody and again you might like doing that for somebody else so anyway now we've gone through we've established the five love languages let's do the test okay so <laughs> I'm just saying so the first thing it asks you is what type of relationship would you like to strengthen so there's romantic family friendships workplace so I guess actually maybe I guess you can like break it down more to see what it's like for different ones. I'm going to do friendship because I think that probably is most applicable to, yeah, to most scenarios. So let's do the love language quiz. How do you describe yourself? I'm an adult. Nice. How do you describe yourself? I'm in a relationship. Yes. Okay, and then it asks a bunch of questions like, it's more meaningful to me when? And then you get two options. So the first one, like, I love receiving a note, text, email for no special reason. My partner and I hug or like my friend and I hug. I think like I would personally prefer a message. I do quite like little messages out of the blue or like a little voice note or even like an Instagram reel being like, oh, this made me think of you. Like, I, I do like that. I mean, I like hugs as well. Like, but... I feel like hugs is only when you see someone whereas like I feel like I don't know and I feel like I hug everyone whereas like a little message it's like oh that's nice and I think that's something I do a lot of other people I'll send them a little message being like, oh hey like was just thinking of you hope you're okay or like send them a picture like this reminded me of you or like oh do you remember we saw that person or I just saw this thing I don't know it's more meaningful to me when I can spend time alone with my friend just the two of us or they do something practical to help me out. I think probably like time one-on-one -on -one with somebody, I think helps me to feel more connected to them rather than them like doing something for me. But if somebody wants to do something for me, then, you know, go for it. But my partner gives me a little gift as a token or I guess spent uninterrupted time with that person. Um, I think it's nice sometimes to receive like a little gift or token. I don't know, like, it doesn't have to be something big, but just being like, oh, I saw this snack that I know you love, you know? That's the that's the way to my heart, really, like, getting a snack that that I like. My boyfriend, um, he does that, and I'm just like, yes. You know how to make me happy. My partner unexpectedly does something. Sorry, it says partner. I think it just says that for all the quizzes, but, like, we're talking about friend, family member, partner, <laughs> any of them here. They do something unexpectedly, like filling my car or doing the laundry or we touch. I don't know. I think, like, especially in friendships, I think when somebody does something that, like, my flatmate sometimes when she knows I'm really stressed out about stuff, she can, I mean, honestly, like, I, I'm, I'm honestly a very stressed out person. It's something I'm trying to work on, but I do feel like I spend a lot of time being stressed and I feel like, unfortunately for her, I do spend a lot of time, like, being like, I'm so stressed about this and so stressed about that. And she always has to hear what I'm stressed about, unfortunately, as I say, for her. But I really appreciate her listening to me. So, 
But I do think when she does like small little things and I don't know, just little things for me, little acts of service that just make my life a bit easier. I do think I like that and it makes me feel very like seen and loved and yeah. It's more meaningful to me when my friend puts their arm around me when we're in public slash like holding hands or they surprise me with a gift. I mean, I'm not super big on like my friends putting their arm around me, holding my hand. Like, I mean, it's nice if they do, but like, it's not really that important to me. So I'm going to say like surprise me with a gift. This is making me sound like gift giving. I don't actually think that's going to, if that's the answer, I'd be kind of surprised because it's not something I think I actually, anyway, we'll see. It's more meaningful to me when I'm around this person, even if we're not really doing anything or we hold hands. I think just like being around somebody, just being in their company, I really appreciate that. It's more meaningful to me when I hear I love you from a person or they give me a gift. It keeps asking about the gift. I think it's really it's really trying to push the whole gift giving thing. I think I love you. It's something that, like I said in the friendship episode, it's something I've been trying to say a lot more to my friends lately. Just like when I'm saying goodbye, like giving them a hug, telling them I love them because I think it's something I've not been very good at. So when other people tell me they love me, I love that. It's more meaningful to me when I sit close to this person. I'm complimented by this person for no reason. No apparent reason. (laughs) I'm sure there's a reason. Um, I think being complimented is quite nice. I feel like, I hope that words of affirmation is quite high up there because I do feel that for me, like being told like, oh, I like this about you, that about you. I don't know. I feel like that is quite high up there for me. Like it makes me feel happy. It's more meaningful to me when I get the chance just to hang out with this person or I unexpectedly get small gifts. Okay, that's this is getting a bit repetitive. Maybe I'll just like not say the next few. Okay, this one says it's more meaningful to me when somebody tells me when somebody tells me I'm proud of you versus when they help me with a task. I think it always really means a lot to me when somebody tells me they're proud of me, to be fair. But I also like it when someone helps me with a task. But then I'm also very like independent and I don't really like people like getting up in my business and like sometimes people trying to help me but actually just like makes it harder so I'm going to say hearing I'm proud of you because I think I'm just unfortunately a bit of a control freak and when I'm doing something like a task I just need to like be in control because I like things done a very particular way so (laughs) I don't know if I trust someone else to help me which is not not great but it's more meaningful to me when I get to do things with my friend or I hear supportive words from my friend. I think getting to do things with my friend, I mean, that's hard because I love having supportive words, but also for me, it's just important that I get to spend time with somebody and we get to make memories together. It's more meaningful to me when my friend does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things or I feel connected to them through a hug. I think for me, when someone actually does something, because we can all say nice words, like we can all say that we're going to do something, but I want to see people actually doing things because I like to think that I'm someone who follows through on what I say. If I say I'm going to do something, like I will do it. And so I just think that that would be, yeah, I don't know. It's nice to, it's nice to see people just following through what they say they're going to do, especially because that's, I feel that's the energy I give them. So I like receiving that energy back. (laughs) This one, it's asking about, um, is it more meaningful to like 
receive a back massage or I can't remember the other one but I chose the back massage one because I'm constantly asking like my friends my boyfriend everybody in my general vicinity just to give me a back massage because I feel like I'm constantly struggling with like back pain and tension like I said earlier a bit of a stressed out person so I appreciate a good back massage not for the physical touch reasons just because I'm kind of selfish and I enjoy a good back massage so it's more meaningful to me when my friend does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy or they react positively to something I've accomplished I mean honestly if your friends and family and partner are not responding positively to the things you've accomplished what like that's pretty horrible I feel like that's just a given but I'm gonna say they do something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy it's like when my flatmate takes out the bins like I mean nobody enjoys taking out the bins but I know she hates it like I don't like it but she hates it so when she does it I know that I know that that's a real one you know I know she really cares showing interest in the things I'm interested in that was my answer to one of them sorry I'm not reading them all out because some of them are very repetitive and we'd be here all day because there's 30 questions but yeah it's meaningful to me when somebody cares about the things that I care about again I feel like that's a given people should show interest in the things you're interested in if they care about you it's more meaningful to me when I'm complimented by my friend on my appearance versus my friend takes time to listen to me and really understand my feelings um I think when they take time to listen to me and really understand my feelings because yeah I mean it's always nice to feel heard and understood by people especially your friends so it's more meaningful to me when my friend doesn't check their phone while we're talking versus they go out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me hmm I think I'd say doesn't check their phone while we're talking that's pretty annoying when people do that it's something that I'm very conscious of trying not to do because it is annoying when people do that. Another one was looking, this one's a bit weird, looking forward to a holiday that I'm going to receive the gift on or hearing I appreciate you. I chose hearing that I appreciate you because like I said earlier, words are very important to me and I like to be, I like to hear that I'm being appreciated. I think we all do. It's more meaningful to me when somebody gives me a gift after they've been traveling without me or they take care of something I'm responsible to do but I feel too stressed to do at the time oh I think both those things <laughs> how do I choose <laughs> I think after someone's been away I mean it's not really a big deal but it's nice when they've like taken the time like to get you a little something they were thinking of you while they were away it's also nice when they do something that like when you're stressed out and they do something that I think I'm going to choose that one when you're like stressed out and they take care of something you're responsible for you know like if somebody does your washing up if somebody takes out the bins like the small things you know they clean it's just like makes big difference it's more meaningful to me when somebody doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking if somebody's interrupting you like I actually this is one of my like fears like I'm so insecure about this like I feel like I'm constantly interrupting people but not because I'm like being rude but because like I'm like oh my gosh yes like I totally agree but like not because I'm trying to interrupt them like I do want to hear what they have to say it's more just like an excitement anyway if you ever feel like I've interrupted you I'm really sorry I would never mean to do that on purpose so 
the other option is gift giving oh my gosh they're obsessed they're obsessed with the gifts i don't know if these like the questions are always the same or if they've changed them for me let's hope not so they don't interrupt me or gift giving is a big part of our relationship I'm going to say don't interrupt me because if you're interrupting me, if I'm trying to tell a story and I'm like building up to the plot point and you just ruin it, then actually I'm so, I'm so guilty of doing that to other people. So I can't really talk. Like sometimes my boyfriend will be telling a story and I'll literally ruin it because I'm impatient. <laughs> They're a toxic trait of mine. Um, It's more meaningful to me when someone helps me out when they know i'm already tired i mean that's very similar to the one we had before i get to go somewhere while spending time with this person do you know what? i'm gonna say i get to go somewhere while spending time with this person because i love a good little like trip a good little day out with somebody just i love that i always look forward to that a lot it's more meaningful to me when my friend says something encouraging to me or i get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with them I mean, my hobbies are my hobbies. I'm not sure I really want to share them with other people personally. Like, my hobbies, I mean, I don't really have many hobbies. Podcasting, that's a solo activity unless I've got a guest. But that's not something I want my friends and family to, like, be there for. I want them to listen, but, like, not, you know what I mean? Like, podcasting's a hobby. Going to the gym, again, something I love doing on my own and like equally like any exercise like cycling whatever I like doing that by myself even going for walks I quite enjoy doing by myself um I am quite like an introvert I mean I made a whole episode what I sounded Australian there I made a whole episode about introverts versus extroverts and I'm definitely an introvert I mean I love being with people don't get me wrong but I also a lot of the activities in my life I do quite like to do by myself I don't think that's a bad thing. So anyway, I don't really like, the point is most of my hobbies, I mean, I don't have that many. Like sometimes I like painting, I haven't done that in ages, but I, I mean, that's kind of fun with other people. But again, I do it on my own most of the time. Most of my hobbies I do by myself. So I think I don't need somebody sharing that with me. This It's my hobby, it's my thing. So when they say something encouraging to me, that was a long way of saying, I'm going to choose when somebody says something encouraging to me. Because like I said, the words of affirmation, I do find them, I do find them affirming. I find them reassuring. I do like them. It's more meaningful to me when my friend and I embrace after we've been apart for a while, or I hear them say how much I mean to them. I think probably... Kind of depends. I mean, I don't feel like I need to have like a big hug, like the movie scene, like running across the like I don't know car park to see each other. I don't feel like I need that moment, but I I think it's great to hear how much I mean to somebody because I feel like I'm constantly because I feel like I'm constantly telling people how much they mean to me. So, oh my goodness, I'm on the last question. Okay, this big, this big. I mean, it's not like I'm going to change the whole answer, is it? But this is still it feels big. It's more meaningful to me when I hear supportive words from my friend. I get to spend uninterrupted time with them. We've already had this one, I swear. I think uninterrupted time. I like that. Okay, we've got the answer. Okay. This this is making sense to me. Okay, so it's on a little like pie chart with different different what are they called? Like sectors, segments of the pie chart. And we've got quality time. 32%. So the thing is like 32%, that's my highest one. So there's obviously not like a super big, like 80%, like obviously it's a balance of all of them, but yeah, 
So, quality time, 32%. Words of affirmation, 29%. Acts of service, 16%. Receiving gifts, 13%. And physical touch, 10%. So, there's a breakdown. Sorry, and I went through that quite quickly. But we've got quality time at the top, which isn't surprising to me because I like to spend time with my friends and family and I like that to be quality time that I can look back on and just like, you know, and I feel like I'm very in the moment, I'm very present. And then words of affirmation, I've said this throughout the thing, this episode, the thing, this this episode is what I mean. Um, words of affirmation is important to me. I do like being told that, you know, I'm appreciated, that someone's proud of me. I like hearing how much I mean to somebody because... That is definitely one of the top ways I think I receive love and also give it. So I think that's what I like to do. I think, yeah, quality time and words of affirmation are ones that I definitely do think I like to give to other people as well. And then acts of service. Yeah, I think I do like doing little acts of service and also receiving that. So, yeah receiving gifts I'm so pleased this one isn't higher because I was getting worried for a second not that that's like bad like I said earlier it's not about like being selfish or anything it's more just yeah receiving gifts is just it's nice sometimes you know it shouldn't be the main thing but like it is nice and it's like if you do it all the time it kind of like gets rid of the novelty doesn't it but it just as a one-off like little thing every now and again I think it's quite special because yeah it's like oh they really must have been thinking of me when they saw this and physical touch I do think in my friendships and most of my relationships I'm not very good at giving physical touch and it's not something that's super important to me I think it depends on the context and who I'm with but I would say in general physical touch isn't like a super big thing for me which I think this pie chart reflects so I think this has been interesting I'm definitely intrigued I would be interested to hear what you guys get I hope you've enjoyed this little this little test going through the test with me I mean it's quite repetitive but I guess they're just trying to figure you out figure out what your little love language is so I would recommend and it was good fun at the end of the day it's not super like deep it's just it's fun to know these things. It's fun to know how you can better connect people. Like I said earlier, it's fun just to, yeah, think about these things. Think about the people around you and how you can best be showing them love. And maybe you need to say to someone, actually, I feel like this is missing from our friendship, from our relationship. And I'd like it if you could do this more or that more or do this less. Um, maybe you can open up some conversations in your relationships. And I just think that it's it's good fun and you know what most people I've spoken to have said that their primary love language is quality time I think that is a big one because we all just want to spend time together don't we I feel like life feels so rushed and busy and when we get just to spend some quality time with somebody that we love it's very special and I think we all appreciate that and it's something that we don't always get to do so I think yeah when we do we really appreciate it and I know I definitely do so yeah thanks for going through the test with me I hope this has been fun and interesting and like I said maybe you go do it maybe it opens up some conversations in your relationships helps you to get to know yourself better and hopefully yeah I think I'm going to be taking this into my future relationships and friendships and I just think it's really good to see but obviously we need all these love languages we need all of them 
we're made up of all of them you know none of them are going to be zero percent but but yeah i love doing good quiz on the podcast i also wanted to say that i'm planning on taking a bit of a break in august and I'm not entirely sure what date I will be back. I haven't quite decided because September I'll be going back to Edinburgh, going back to university. So yeah, that's my plan. Hopefully I'll be back sometime in September. Maybe once I've settled back down at uni, we will see. But yeah, I hope you guys don't miss me too much. I know I'll miss you and you can keep in touch with me over on the podcast Instagram at keepgingy underscore podcast. But yeah i won't be seeing you next thursday unfortunately but i'll be seeing you soon and yeah i think i just need a little month's break just because i'm gonna be busy and i also want to slow down like i said at the start i want to be more intentional with just like taking things slow and sometimes the last few weeks i feel like i've been like rushing between things a bit and so yeah i just think i deserve a bit of a break because obviously i don't do seasons with this podcast i kind of just keep it rolling just keep it going so yeah, I'm taking a little scheduled summer break and yeah so don't worry if you don't hear from me but if there's anything you're burning to say then you know go mess me on Instagram or whatever but yeah thank you very much guys I'll miss you but yeah it would just be a short break and can't wait to update you on all the books that I've read and just manifesting this for myself <laughs> books that I've read things I've been up to you might be wondering like what my plans are maybe I don't know maybe you're not wondering but I'm planning to go to Edinburgh for a little bit at the start of August and then hopefully going away with my family which will be nice but yeah hoping for some good summer vibes and I'm hoping and manifesting that for you guys too and take this as a sign to just take a bit of a break and slow down and yeah the podcast will be back soon don't you worry but yeah I love you guys and yes talk to you soon Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Perhaps you learned something new. If there is anything you want to talk to me about following on from this episode, then you can get in touch with me on Instagram at at keepgng underscore podcast. I always love to chat to you guys. I upload new episodes every Thursday and you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure that you see the new episodes. There is a link in the show notes to my social media. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at at keepgng underscore podcast. And if you are a reader like me, then go and follow me on Goodreads. If you have a moment, it would be amazing if you could leave a rating and review for the podcast as this helps others to find me and I just really love reading them. I hope you all have a great day, a great week, and I will see you next Thursday with another episode. Bye.